Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1490. Never stop pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I am a revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special guest, Mandy McGee, who's calling in from Minneapolis, where it's probably a little colder than it is where I am today. Mandy McGee, a Duluth, Minnesota native, didn't discover her true passion for motorsports until she was in her 30s when she attended her first track event as a novice student. Since that spring weekend in 2010, it's been full speed ahead. After receiving her HPDE instructor certification from the BMW Car Club of America, I've been a member of that club for about 30 years, in 2013, she served as an instructor at BMW CCA events, as well as the Accurate NSX events and NASA. And then in 2013, she stepped even further out of her comfort zone and completed her first eight-hour endurance race at Brainerd International Raceway. How cool is that? She was immediately hooked, of course, so in 2016, Mandy earned her competition license, and then things get real serious here, and since has raced at NASA, World Race League, a Champ Car, Midwestern Council, PBOC, and a Lucky Dog League at her major and other major racetracks, including, hold on to your boats, Watkins Glen International, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, that little place that uh, Mr. Penske just bought. Thunder Hill Raceway, Road America, Mid-Ohio, Sebring International Raceway, Coda, and Daytona International Raceway. Mandy, you are a serious gal. We'll be back in a minute to talk with Mandy, but first, a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible. We'll be right back. Hey, Cars Yeah! I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you a Cars Yeah subscriber? If you're not, go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send you my free filler up book. It's a very cool book I created of fuel filler fun, some very cool imagery, and great quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get my weekly email follow-up and my weekly blog. Just go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send it to you right away. Thanks for subscribing. All right, Mandy, we are back. Welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. Always buckled up and ready to go. Absolutely. Yeah, is for sure. 
So Mandy, before we jump into the questions, uh, maybe just kind of uh, tell our listeners a little bit about uh, this life you have around racing. Sure. Um, yeah. So I didn't find my true love for racing until later in life, um, in my 30s, uh, when I started with the DE event. Um, and I was immediately hooked. I just wanted to get better on the track, wanted to polish my skills and uh, worked my way up all the way through the ranks and decided um, I actually wanted to become a performance driving instructor. From there, started racing, and it's been full speed ahead ever since. Yeah, you know, this is pretty cool because way back when my first track venture, going out on the track and driving fast, I had an E36 M3. It was with the BMW Club. It was one of those driving instructor days where the instructors went out, and you spent a whole day there. Really, really fun, and that's what bit the bug for me. I didn't get as serious as you because I think I don't have the skill sets you have. So I started vintage racing and I did that for about 12 years. But it was the BMW driving thing that really did it to me. And it was just so much fun. And even to this day with my E46 M3, it's fun to go to the track and just go out and, you know, drive at speed and have some fun. You can't do it on the roads. don't want to do it on the roads anyway, especially around here. So but you took it to a whole nother level, and we're going to learn about some of these levels in a few minutes. But first, I want you to tell our listeners maybe one little thing about you that most people don't know. Most people don't know. Well, um, the reason I get to do track events and drive and race is um, I've been with the same company for 22 years, Belicio Food, um, yep. which actually uh, our founder created and invented the pizza snack roll. Um, oh. so yeah, <laughs> so where would we be without the pizza roll? Uh, yeah, but I yeah. do, uh, I work hard, uh, so that I can play hard. Well, you know, that's pretty cool. And that's really why, I, well, there's a couple of reasons I wanted to have you on the show. I'd heard you're a great person because you're friends with a lot of people who've been on the show. And the fact that you don't work in the car industry, but you found a way to wrap your passion for being on the track around your life. I mean, that's a hobby, but it's a serious hobby. You you run at some pretty serious tracks. Plus, you teach people how to drive safe at speed, which is so important because, well, you've been there more than me, but so many times people come to these track events and they get in their car and they, they're they not very good drivers. And they right. think they are. And their cars <laughs> make them better drivers, especially with all these devices on our cars, traction control and so forth. You can ask me a question about the day I took traction control off my M3 and went into a roundabout a little too hot, and it taught me how much that car corrects my mistakes. Oh, <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the yeah, little I, rotation. <laughs> I spend a lot of time instructing uh, both um, DE events and then also locally here. We have winter team driving events. So um, those are really educational and a lot of fun. Um, and it's great to get young kids out on a track. We actually take them out in winter. We don't plow the track, so they get to drive in wintry, icy conditions in their car. And we teach them how to, you know, the proper handling in, in tough conditions. So those wow. are actually some of my uh, most rewarding weekends. That is so cool. Both my kids went through driving instructing courses uh, at the track here. Uh, Don Kitch out at Pacific Raceway has a school, and uh, BMW did an event where they took their cars out there. My son had a 3 Series, my daughter a Mini Cooper, and both of them benefited greatly, especially living where we live, where there's a lot of rain, the roads are a little slick, definitely helped them. I think every young driver should go through that. As we continue on your journey, I would love for you to share a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that has meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational 
tires turning here on cars yet? So Mandy, grab the wheel. Yeah, for me, I think it has to be never stop pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. I really wouldn't have found this love for motorsports and racing and the racetrack and if I wouldn't have pushed myself out of that comfort zone. I can tell you the first time I showed up at a racetrack as a student, as a novice student, I was really intimidated and really scared and nervous. And there was a moment right before the the first session where I almost didn't do it. Um, I felt so overwhelmed and just had to push through the fear to get to the other side. And I'm so thankful I did. So I use that mantra both on the track, at work, um, in all avenues of my life. Fear can be a tricky thing and, and you got to push through it and see what's on the other side. First time I raced in a vintage car, I was driving a 1960 Lotus 18. It was the first day they were sending all of us novice guys out to do a little bit of a 15-minute kind of race. And I was so nervous, my right leg was shaking. (laughs) And it was wet and raining. And, you know, I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing here? And I remember the guy who was helping me, Louis Shefshik of JNL Fabricating, he helped me with my car. He came up and leaned down. He goes, how you doing, Mark? You know, he was always kind of a cool dude. I said, I'm a little nervous. And he looks at me and he said, just remember one thing. And I said, what's that, Louie? Throttle goes both ways, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Always remember that, you know? (laughs) Always remember. Well, and it is intimidating, especially, I think, as a female showing up at a track event. I was one of the only female students. There weren't any female instructors. Um, It was just an all-new situation for me. Um, So it was very overwhelming. And I think that's also why... I really enjoy instructing. Um, I love going to the events and, and I actually prefer the novice female students because I've been there, can help them understand that the fear is okay and we're going to work through it. And watching them to progress and enjoy their day on the track is so rewarding for me. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I'd love for you to share a bit about what you are doing these days. I know that you uh, are uh, an ambassador to Shift Up Now. I've had some wonderful women on the show that work for that organization. I'd love for you to talk about that, how what that means, what you're doing for that, and also about your racing this year. Here we are into 2020, and uh, the season's about to begin. Well, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I am an ambassador for Shift Up Now. Um, actually got connected with them when we went to the 25 Hours of Thunder Hill. Lynn and Karen, our founders of Shift Up Now, actually put together two full teams of female drivers. Um, they had put a post out on Facebook looking for um, female drivers with endurance experience and comp license, which I had. So uh, blindly kind of reached out to them. Um, and it's been an amazing connection ever since. Obviously, we had a, a really wonderful turnout when we went to the 25 Hours of Thunder Hill, brought two full teams there. Um, our team, which and we were in uh, an, an E30, which uh, was wonderful. Nice. And yeah, and finished second in class. So I actually made it on the podium. So you know anything, yeah, if you know anything about the 25 hours, completing that race uh, is, you know, a rewarding yeah, a experience. Yeah, exactly. And for us to get on the podium was amazing. Um, none of us had driven together as a team. So we were all new group together from the drivers to maintenance to mechanics to crew. We were all brand new. We came together that weekend. So that's a lot um, yeah. teamwork that we had to put together. Exactly. Um, and to have such wonderful success was just amazing. So that's how I originally got started with Shift Up Now. Um, from then became an official ambassador. And, you know, we are a collective of female racers and 
just wanting to encourage and promote confidence uh, with females through motorsports. We had a really great year in 2019. We had a, a wonderful event at Road Atlanta. We brought some Girl Scouts out to the track. We showed them all the things about the cars and the track and how to change tires. And it was a really cool experience. Our ambassadors are, you know, racing in all sorts of leagues. We had shift up now on Tippa's IndyCar. We've had um, shift up now on a Trans Am car with Michelle. We're um, A lot of our ambassadors are in multiple leagues and different cars. And we're just spreading spreading the word about shift up now as much as we can. Yeah, it's great. I'll make sure I put a link to that on the show notes page here for Mandy on the Carjo website. Go and check it out. You know, they're always looking for people to help. And it's so important to bring, especially young people, into the industry these days. Uh, there's so many opportunities right now for young people to work in the automotive industry. If you want to get involved in racing, I mean, there's so much to do. So Shift Up Now, great organization. You can go back and listen to some of the guests. She's been on the show a couple times, actually. Um, about that. So uh, it's a great organization. You talked about, you know, going out there and doing uh, driving events with the club and then realizing that racing was what you wanted to do. When it comes to your racing, what's your favorite part of that venture that you do when you go out and actually get on the track and drive at speed? Really just improving my skills and wanting to do better each time. I love to run the numbers and look at how I'm doing. And um, I usually set some goals for myself on every weekend, knowing my lap times were before, um, just wanting to get smooth, you know, smooth is fast. So trying to be as smooth as possible, learn the track as well as I can and, and go as, as quickly as I can. But I also do a lot of endurance racing, which is, you know, they can be 8, 10, 12, up to 25 hour races. So also being really good to the car, um, you want to make sure that you bring that car in after two hours in the same condition it went out in. So it's a balance between wanting to be fast, but also making sure that you're not making some mistakes that it's going to cost the car um, or damage the car in any way. So I think that's always a success when you bring the car back in one piece after you know two hours in, uh, out on the track. Yeah, yeah. I love, I never did endurance races at your level, but a couple times we did events that were two hours long, two and a half hours long in the car. You'd come in and fuel, of course, but uh, those were my favorite because you just kind of, you know, 15, 20 minute vintage racing events, you just start to feel like you're getting in the groove and then, uh, check your flags out, it's over. And, uh, yeah, when you're in that seat for a couple hours, it's like, okay, I'm starting to understand the car, starting to work, and then the car will change, weight distribution with fuel going low, and it's, it becomes a different thing. It's just, I love it. I think if I had ever had the skill set to become a real racer, um, endurance racing would be the one I would want to do. Yeah, I love it. I also love the team event. So not only do we have, you know, a lineup of drivers and we're all working together, but you have your whole pit crew um, and all, you know, all of us together working together as a team. I really enjoy that part of it. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, let's take a look at some of these roads you've driven down. Talk about a big challenge or even a big failure and more importantly than what that specifically was although I want you to kind of dive deep into it what was the lesson learned so that you could move forward in a positive way so take us there would you I think it was actually more of a challenge than failure but I think actually going to the 25 hours of Thunder Hill was just up now um, was a huge challenge for me not only I didn't obviously know the drivers but also we had you know, Pippa Mann there and Shay Holbrook and Sarah Montgomery. And these were women that I've been following along on social media for years. They were my 
my mentors and idols in racing. Um, and here we are, um, you know, going to be on the same team with them at this event. It must have um, been insane. <laughs> it was very overwhelming. I mean, even in the beginning, talking about it, I thought, can I do this? I mean, I, I have on paper, I have what it takes. I have the confidence in myself that I can do it. But it's quite an you know amazing lineup of drivers to be competing with. And I think that was taught me to just move forward and go for it. And obviously, once we got there and we all met, everyone is just so welcoming and lovely. And we all sat down together as just racers. And we got to work and it was amazing. So another point in my life where it could have been really easy to say, oh, I don't think I'm ready or I don't want to do it. Uh, and I pushed myself forward too. And just being on teams with them um, is amazing. And um, the instruction I get from them and the feedback, I mean, it's just wonderful. You must have uh, many times during that event just pinched yourself and said, how did I get here? This is oh, incredible. Wow. Absolutely. Throughout the whole weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, congratulations to what you ladies did. A fantastic first time out. Uh, all of you drove so well. So Wonderful, wonderful. Let's take a short break. Thank our sponsors, and we will be right back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts? Around the globe, I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, A Couple's Humorous Journey Through the Confusing World of Finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know. Everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. All right, we're back, and I'd love for you to talk a little bit about your automotive journey. I want you to go back in time here, Mandy, and talk about a story that 
instigated your passion for cars and race cars? Is there a pivotal moment in your life and you knew that you were indeed a car gal? You know, it really, I've always loved driving. I've loved the experience of just being out on the open road in a nice car with loud music. Um, I just didn't realize that you could translate that to a track event. So I think, honestly, it would have been my first DE event at Brainerd International Raceway as a novice student. I just really wanted to, to learn more about it. As I had said earlier, I was extremely nervous and intimidated when I got there. Thankfully, got paired up with a really great instructor. Had a really wonderful day at the track, a lot of classroom time, a lot of time on the track. Um, at the end of that day, I just couldn't wait to get back the next day and do it again. And after that weekend, I was signing up for the next event and I was already planning my goals. I wanted to get out of the novice group. I wanted to get into intermediate from there, just wanted to get into the advanced group. So it really just started snowballing from that event and changed my life in, in many ways. And no I like kidding. to remind, yeah, I like to remind a lot of my friends, don't be too nervous to try new things because you just don't know where, where you'll end up. Right. You never know. Yeah. You might really like it. Or you might get out there. And that's why I thought I wanted to become a vintage race car driver, but I didn't want to buy a car and go through all that expense and then find out I wasn't comfortable at speed on a track surrounded by other people. That's why I did a DE driver's education with BMW Club, went out with the uh, Porsche Club, did one there and realize, okay, I'm kind of comfortable with this. And But a lot of people get out there and they start driving with cars around them and they go, I don't like this at all. Well, uh, this yeah. is pretty scary. I'll tell you, I had a student uh, when I was instructing at Greenard and um, he was a pilot and came in for um, a DE weekend and a driver's education weekend with a friend of his who was really pushing him to go and try it. Um, so he flew in, signed up for the weekend as a novice student. And by the end of the first day, he just... It wasn't for him. Um, he really had a problem with traffic. He, you know, he's not used to having people all around him and couldn't get out of his mirrors. And he was thankful he did it. His friend was glad he showed up, but it just wasn't for him. So, and I would tell my students that as well. You know, there's no pressure that this has to be your brand new passion for life. Um, but just getting out there and trying it, um, you might be surprised. Well, I think it's a great thing. Uh, when I thought I, I, I rode motorcycles as a kid and dirt bikes and on the beach in Mexico and stuff. And then I kind of got out of that and I wanted to get back on bikes. So I went and did a Washington state safety course here that they pretty much require you to take, which I'm so glad I did because it kind of gets you more comfortable on the bike and riding on the streets way different than the dirt. And there was a lady in the class and the first day you could tell she was just so far out of her element and everybody was kind of thinking, this gal's going to die. If she ever tries a motorcycle on the road, she just just wasn't quite there. And uh, the second day we came back, it's a multi-weekend thing. So it was a Saturday, Sunday. She came back and after about an hour, she uh, talked to the instructor and said, this isn't for me. And it, it was really good because she realized I'm just not comfortable doing this. And instead of just getting on a bike and going for a ride in the street and maybe killing herself, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I tell so, someone who, who understands that yeah, not everything's yeah. for you, but Kudos for trying. That's amazing. Exactly. Yeah, she yeah. gave a shot. So good good thing. Good for her. Well, let's talk about the first really special vehicle for you. And if you want to translate this to race car, the first race car you got in and you went, man, this is cool. What was that vehicle? And maybe share a ride or a memory you have about that ride, I should say. Well, honestly, my first car that was really special to me was an BMW E36 M3. Um, yeah. I did a lot of my, <laughs> I did a lot of my 
DEs and track time with the BMW club. So I've always been pretty comfortable in a, in a BMW, but the BMW E36 M3 was my first car that I raced in. Um, so that was where I was most comfortable. It'll always hold a special place in my heart just because of all the wonderful events I, I got to start racing in. The comfort level in the vehicle, I just felt so you know at ease. So it just yeah. made racing in it really, really easy for me. And I hope to own one again someday, actually. It's on my yeah, list. I had, I had two of those cars. They were street cars, but those are the cars that I drove on the track, and I had an extra set of wheels and slicks for them. Such a wonderfully balanced car, a car that you just feel so comfortable in versus uh, 911s I've had that you really have to be a little careful in those things if you get a little over crazy with the, yes, the, the weight balance. on the back. Yeah, the balance. Yeah, yeah definitely. But E36 M3, uh, you put a big smile on my face today, Mandy, because I just remember those vehicles. They were just uh, absolutely, absolutely awesome. I remember taking a long drive from Gig Harbor down to Portland International Raceway with all my tires, two in the trunk and two in the back seat uh, with the seat belts around them, my track tires. And then uh, the drive home, of course, uh, smelling the rubber that was on my race cars, race tires all the way back home inside that car, uh, just reliving that day. So thanks for bringing back a wonderful memory. That was really fun. Yeah, I, I used to also have an E46 M3. That was my daily driver. Um, and I used to track that car as well. So again, bringing a different set of wheels, changing out the brakes, and I would take it to track events just to to work on my skills. So that's what's sitting in my garage right now. That's I that car is even better. I just oh, I'm that's a, a beautiful heavier, car. But yeah, they're really really cool. Yeah, in fact, uh, I'm gonna take it for a drive when we're done because the sun just came out. So maybe I'll go out and have some fun here. You got me excited. How about this question? I'm gonna get in your head a little bit here, Mandy. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle parked in the garage, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a vehicle, maybe it's a race car, maybe it's that E36 M3, what would Mandy be and why? Hmm. So I think it would probably be um, an M235, also a BMW, with um, all-wheel drive, uh, knowing that um, I love all seasons. So obviously living in Minnesota, um, driving a lot in the winter, but I also spend a lot of time with winter activities. I do snowboarding and cross-country skiing and snowshoeing, fat tire bike racing. So it's nice to, I think a car would definitely need to represent all the different seasons, which that vehicle does having the all-wheel drive. And then also a convertible because I love spending time outside in the beautiful weather when it is nice out. Um, So yeah. (laughs) There you go. I like it. Covers all the bases. Well, we're up to the last lap. You've been in this place many times. The white flag is out. You can see the checkered flag in the distance. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that M235 all-wheel drive BMW with the top down, of course. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? I would say working hard. Um, I've been dedicated to my job, like I said, for with the same company for 22 years. Um, and I just got to get up early, go to work, work hard so that you can play hard. Um, and then you really appreciate your weekends and those times that you're uh, trying to have fun. If I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive business or racing industry, living or deceased, who would it be? Hmm. Um, I would probably say Janet Guthrie. Um, always been a huge fan of hers. 
any woman that can compete, any driver, I should say, in both the Indy 500 and the Daytona 500. Just amazing. So I would, I would love the opportunity to spend time with her. Yeah, fantastic. How about the best automotive or racing advice you've ever received? Um, I, I remember as a student, I had an instructor give me this piece of advice. I was on track in a, in a uh, run group feeling a little intimidated um, and being a little more concerned about the traffic around me than my where I was on track. Um, and he said to me, you know, you have every right to be here. Just know your line and don't worry about everybody else around you, which really clicked with me in that moment and has stuck with me ever since. Great advice. How about a resource? Is there a go-to for you, something that is uh, there for you every day? Could be a blog, could be a website, could be an app you use, a person in your life, a supplier? I would say a resource that I use would probably actually be the Speed Secrets books, which I have all of them by Ross Bentley. You know, I've read them all, but I also go to them a lot for different references. Um, uh-huh. So as a, as a driver, as somebody trying to always improve my skills, I think that's something that um, I, I go to quite a bit. Well, this is pretty timely because guess who I'm going to be uh, spending the evening with tonight? Ross Bentley. Uh, <laughs> well, that's wonderful. I just, uh, he was at the last 25 hours of Thunder Hill event I was at. He had a oh, cool. uh, his pit stall was pretty close to ours. Yeah, yeah. I'm attending an event this evening uh, with Andy Collins, who owns Armadillo Racing. He's the president of our vintage racing group here, Sovereign. And he has an annual event. It's a high-performance racing seminar. I was one of the speakers last year. This year, Ross Bentley's one of the speakers. Uh, Jacques Delaire is one of the speakers. Dan Davis, who was formerly with Ford Racing, is one of the speakers. And um, Ross Braun, I think, is uh, also going to be one of the speakers. All of us are going to be at the LeMay Museum tonight, kind of a little cocktail party thing. And so I'll make sure I say hi to Ross for you. That's pretty cool. Uh, It is cool. I actually received the Armadillo Racing newsletter. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. The gentleman that writes it. I met him when I was racing at Portland International Raceway a few years ago. So, yeah. And he's been around the track forever. So, uh, yeah, we'll have a fun time this evening. Looking forward to that. And for you listeners, if you didn't listen to, uh, Ross has been, Ross Bentley's been on my show twice now. So you can go back and uh, listen to those shows on the Cars website. All right. How about a book? Now, you mentioned Ross's books. Is that the book you'd like to recommend to people or is there a different one? Well, I actually have a different one um, and it's actually not out yet, but you can pre-order it. Lynn and Karen from Shift Up Now actually put together a book. It's called Drive to the 25. It's all about the efforts that they put into fielding two female race teams for the 25 hours of Thunder Hill. Uh, We've actually got it on pre-order now on our website at shiftupnow.com. Um, and will be released um, very shortly. So a great book. All of us, uh, the drivers, um, have different sections where they provided um, their kind of feedback of, of what how the event went for them, and uh, it's, it's going to be great. Very cool. I'll make sure I put a link to that so you can do a pre-order of that book. I'll have to get myself a copy of that book. Very, very cool. And you said it's available on the Shift Up Now website, correct? Correct, yeah. Very cool. All right, make sure I put all these links that Mandy's been so kind to share on her Cars yeah show notes page. Just go to carsyeah.com, type in Mandy McGee, and you'll find her page right there. All right, we are up to the checkered flag. This is a place you've been many times. And I'm going to ask you a question here that could be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a very cool car today, Mandy. Collector car, vintage race car, something very cool to park in your garage, but you got to abide by a couple rules. One of them, 
You can't sell it to uh, fund your racing fun. You got to keep it. You've got to drive it. Uh, but it's the only cool old collector vehicle you can have. So choose wisely, my friend. And I have to go with a 1977 Corvette. Nostalgia reads in. My father had one, so it was always in the garage growing up. Something he worked on and we worked on together. That vehicle always has holds a special place in my heart. No doubt. No doubt. You know, I tell you, it's one thing I learned after interviewing, well, you're my 1490th guest here on Cars, yeah. Cars are cool, but it really is the people, and the cars bring back memories for us, like you and I talking about E36 M3s, E46 M3s, that 77 Chevy Corvette. Uh, yeah, that's where cars, what cars really do is they take us back in time, and so uh, I'd be happy to grab you one of those. What color would you like yours to be? Well, I have to go with what he had, which was a really a sparkly silver. Silver. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they look great in silver. All right. Very nice. Well, Mandy, you have taken us on a great ride around the track today. I knew this would be fun uh, as instructing us as you do. I've really enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Out listeners. Before I let you go, could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off down the track in Dad's 77 Corvette? A little wisdom or advice. Um, guidance. I would say that you never can have the training thing. So just get out there and try something new. Keeps you young. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a way for people to keep up with you and follow along with what you're doing? You know, I am most. I'll be posting a lot of our updates on our Shift Up Now uh, website. We are going to put together a calendar out there for a lot of our ambassadors and where we'll be racing. Uh, we'll also be creating some events through Facebook and all of our upcoming events uh, for cool. 2020. Yeah, absolutely. I'll make sure that I put links to those. Uh, follow along with what these ladies are doing. I think it's absolutely wonderful. And uh, if you want to connect with them, you certainly can. If you have somebody in your life you think might benefit from this, uh, reach out to Shift Up Now. They're doing wonderful, wonderful things. I think it's cool. And again, everything you can find on Mandy's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Mandy, thanks for a great day at the track here. This has been fun. Thanks for sharing your life with me and with the Cars yeah listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. This is great. Thank you. Hey, Cars Yow listeners. This is Mark Green. If you love the Cars Yow podcast, I have something new for you. I've teamed up with Keith Martin, a collector car market expert and the editor of Sports Car Market Magazine to create the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast. Buy, Sell, Hold is the essence of collecting. Together, we take you on an educational ride into the collector car market, talking with industry experts, helping you navigate your collector car journey so you know when to buy, sell, hold. We talk with seasoned experts, who buy, sell, and hold investment vehicles, and they'll share their insider secrets on how they make their buying decisions when it comes to making these important investments. You'll find the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast on the Cars yeah! website, on the Sports Car Market website, and if you're a podcast app subscriber to Cars yeah! Buy, Sell, Hold will come right to your mobile device, just like the Cars yeah! podcast, automatically. Join Keith Martin and me on a great new venture on the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.